So, Bishlei, chapter base, chapter Zion. Pasuk says, Ha'ozevis, Ha'ruf, because we're talking about the, as you recall from previous Pasuk, talking about the two women, representing the two aspects of the uh, feminine, so to speak, Yetzirah, means the Yetzirah that uh, speaks to seducing people that all oh, this is going to be so enjoyable, it's going to be so much fun, it's going to be good for you. And that itself subdivides into two types of ladies, which is who, Misha? Ten yeah. ladies? This is uh, um... Isha, Zara, and Anachria, remember that? Uh, and yeah, the strange woman and the... And the foreigner, yeah. right? So, the wife of a stranger, is the wife of someone else, so a Jewish woman married to somebody else, versus a foreigner means a woman who's not Jewish. And those two represent two aspects of the feminine Sahara, which are... Hamda and Tarma. Yeah, Hamda Remember and that? Yeah. So Hamda I'm is. To make sure I don't miss the this. Let's share uh, share this. But yes. Okay. So the Hamda is the desire for wealth, for fancy things, that type of stuff. And whereas uh, Taiva is lust, physical uh, pleasure, desire for physical the pleasure. Media versus the well, it's not even so much about the future, immediate versus future. It's about what is the what is the thing that the person is interested in. So, taiva lust is physical pleasure, which more or less can be boiled down to you know, either food, slash drink, um, women, right, or I don't know, maybe like like a massage or like a jacuzzi, like that, you know, like that type of yeah. Just something that feels good, actually, physically feels good. Hamda is the desire for all sorts of wealth, riches. But it's like, it's like I, yeah. not, not in the sense of like, oh, and if I get rich, then I'll be able to eat steak every day. But wanting to be rich for the sake of being rich or having a huge house, there's no physical pleasure in a big house. Yeah. Having methodical, probably. What? I, I, also, I also see it as like methodical versus instant. Like, you, can't have, you can't have lust that's methodical. Say again? It's like there's, there's a process to desire, whereas lust is immediate. Um, like power. Well, a, power person, a, a person might desire, you're talking about how one fulfills desires. So, for example, a famous bank robber in America, I forget which one it was, robbed tons of banks, and eventually finally they caught him and said, so, why, how come you robbed banks? Like, why did you pick that in you know, your life's goal? She so said, that's where the money is at. Right? I mean, he wanted money. He wasn't willing to take the long road. Right? You're saying necessarily the long road, you got to go to school, and you have to work really hard for many years. Sure, that is potentially, or you might just become a highway robber. Right? Mm-hmm. But you could have two highway robbers, both doing the same thing, holding people up at gunpoint, taking their money. One of them is doing it, he wants to have a Rolex watch. The other one's doing it because he wants to eat steak. Understand? One is Hamda, one so, is Taiva. Yeah. 
So, anyway, um, those two we were introduced to spoke about how the lust is the one that is much more seductive to a person. People uh, can be easily enticed how pleasurable something is going to be, how delicious something is going to be, how enjoyable something is going to be. Whereas, Hamda, if anything, is pretty stressful. Like we said last time, you know, so you, do you want to be CEO of uh, this massive corporation, right? You can only imagine the headaches and the stress and the sleepless nights and the hours and everything, right? But, so it doesn't seem to be like right away something that a person is going to start salivating for. If you already have a chemda for the for the power or the money or the, or the, you know, the riches or whatever it is, so you, you person will do it. But it's more it draws you in. That's what we, I don't know if you you were here last week. We spoke about casinos, yeah. right? That people sitting at home like doesn't people are not getting excited about casinos, right? Uh, they, they usually have to have a bunch of food and a bunch of women to get people to come to casinos, right? It's, but once you get into the casinos, you can get hooked onto the hand. Okay? okay, that's what we spoke about last week. So, now the Pasek is continuing from those two women. Ha'ozevis aluf ne'ureha, she uh, leaves the aluf literally translated would be the chief or the leader you know the, the champion. champion that's what they say no no okay. that's in modern Hebrew Aluf means the champion like uh, okay okay sure um of her youth as bris elo Keha Shochecha, and the covenant of her God she forgets. So these two expressions are obviously what? Talking about those two women. Yeah, one of them is going to be the one that is leaving the chieftain of her youth, or the leader of her youth, and the other one is going to be the one that is forgetting the covenant of her God. Okay. We'll see. Well, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be sure which was which. Right now. You think you already have figured out which was which? I mean, and why? Without guessing? I mean, you do stand a 50-50% chance of guessing, right? right? Well, chieftain, chieftain of her youth. She leads, she leads her tribe. Right? So you would think it's a foreign woman. And the covenant speaks about Torah. Remember, the foreign woman represents when you or I listen to the Gate Sahara that seduces us after lust. Yeah? So if we do that, we would be described as either leaving the leader of our youth or as uh, forgetting the covenant of our God. So let's take a look. Says the Vilna Hauzevis Alufnoraha, who so again Haozevis Alufnoraha who neged 
Isha Zara. So this speaks to the Jewish woman, the married Jewish woman. It means to say the Yitzhahara of which one? Taib or Chanda? Misha? Chanda, good. Very good. Okay. Shetachas Isha Tikach Zara. That instead of her husband, she takes foreign people. The Ozevis as Bala, and she leaves her husband, who is the leader of her youth. Okay, so what does that mean? So far, not, uh, not, not, not really explaining much. So, Vesbris Elokeha Shachacha, this is the second half, right? Huneged Hanachria, this corresponds to the non Jewish woman, means to say the Yetzirah for lost. She Ozevis Mina Veama Umizdebekis Bam Acher. She leaves her God, meaning her, nas- her nation. So there's two different things. There's leaving her husband is one, and the other one is leaving her nation. So the one that leaves her husband, that would be the what? That, that, that's that's she's staying within her people. She's just going to a different husband, right? And the other one's abandoning her God, meaning her nationality. Okay, so these are all just analogies right now. How does this does that have to do with Hamda and type? Yeah. The Hainu Neged Hachemda. So the going back. So the first one, the Jewish woman, yeah, the one that's Ozevis Aluf Neoreha, that leaves her husband, that is talking about Hamida Sherodov, the person who desires money, power, whatever it is, and he chases after it. He pursues it. Yeah. Shakat. He doesn't rest. He doesn't have tranquility. Yomam Valaila, day or night. Workaholic. Kigam Belaila. Now what, what, what do you mean? What can a guy be doing at night? Night no, nighttime nobody is uh, nowadays with the internet maybe you could be be researching stuff and and writing papers and this, right? But but even then, it's hard to stay busy at night. Yeah, but certainly back in the days, night everyone's sleeping. You're at your house. What what could you possibly be doing at night? It says the Gon, Kigambalaila, Lo Shachav Libo. His heart does not sleep. Vukol Yomov, Bekaas Umachovim, and all of his days are spent in anger and frustration. You say a person who is in the chase, in the pursuit, right? He can't sleep. He's obsessed with this thing, right? Desire completely takes over a person's mind and heart, right? He's thinking, strategizing, imagining what he's going to say, what he's going to do in this situation, and how he's going to optimize this or that or the other thing. Yeah? And he's miserable, right? Like, uh, back to our Primo Levi um, analogy, right? He hates chess. Right? He's obsessed with it, but he hates it. He's, 
shakes, he says, is shakes, cold chills, uh, anxiety, he can't sleep the night before, can't sleep the night after, his whole life is a wreck, he's like anxious, right, he can't have normal relationships with people, right, it, it completely takes over his entire life. Yeah? He has to become the you know, grandmaster. Right? Um, so now which what, what does this mean as far as leaving her husband? Where where do we see a husband being a bad, a person who had, you know, is chasing desire? Where do we see him leaving the husband of his youth? Torah. The chieftain of the youth is the Torah. Noah is like uh, with the with the curse that Cain received after he killed Hevel. Hashem said to him, "You'll be a Novanot. You'll be." Oh wow, I can't believe it. The word nomad. Do you realize that? Na vanod. Na nad. Towards na nod. Means um you have to look up the English but uh, you'll be uh, mo- moving and uh, moving and shifting. Not mad. Probably probably from that. I probably that's unbelievable. Not enough. So, so the Torah, so for the Torah, for a person to be successful in Torah, she ain't tzarech l'noa tamid. Torah is not something that uh, encourages a person to be constantly going, chasing, and moving. El adaraba. Rather, on the contrary, leishe b'menucha b'shalom v'asheket u'betach. Person, if a person is going to become a Tamil Chacham, you know, you have to do, you have to be unambitious. You have to be what's called a battler. Right? Battler, a sar battler in the ear, every big city needs to have at least a million, a cola, a million of ten people who are not pursuing desire in this world, right? He's just happy. Rokhain Kanyansky was a battler, he did nothing. He is sadly, he had no aspirations at all, right, in, in this world, right? Sad, tranquil, without worries, without plans, you know, conspiring, you know, c- c- contriving ideas, plans, strategizing, Just sitting in peace and tranquility and quiet, trusting in Hashem, and turning one page after the other. That's the Torah. Like we see in the passage, it says, Language aluf comes from a language of to teach. Like ulpan. What's an ulpan? That's for what? It teaches language. Ulpan is learning, right? Is, I mean, they, open just means a place to learn. 
For example, Ramosh Shapiro's agent does a bracha. Had a colo that I was a member of. I was Zohar to be a member. Didn't deserve it, but I got a gift. Uh, it's called Base Ulpama, the house of learning. So the Pasuk says, I will teach you Chachma. So the Torah says, right? So the Torah is the aluf. The Torah is the teachers. Now we know to translate the word aluf, not as, you know, in the English translation they may say, what did you say? Winner, champion, right? So it means, no. It means the Torah. Meaning the teacher. Right? So the people that pursue the, the, a, a desire, they run after their desires, right? So they abandon Aluf Neurev, the teacher of their youth. It means the Torah. It's before you start learning of the youth. It means to say, prior to becoming obsessed with the pursuit of one's desires, He's to he's to the Torah, and now he's in the business world. Now he's a businessman. Now he's seeking power, whatever it is, right? Now there's no not now. Not only is there no time to learn, even if he tries to sit down and learn, he won't even be able to do it because he, his mind is always racing, always thinking, always more more ideas and more this. A person to grow in Torah has to be able to take one one page at a time, one page at a time, without hurt, without running, right? One page at a time, nice and... Like Yaakov says to Asim, I'm going to go nice and slow, according to the pace of the work that's ahead of me. Asim, come on, let's go, run! Let's jump on the horses, we'll go, we'll conquer, we're going to do! Glory, we're going to get glory! You go. To Western, to Western. In like even culture. my mentality. Russian mentality, for sure. No waste of time. No waste of time. You gotta pursue. You gotta go. You gotta do. You gotta make something of yourself. Says desire. Come. Yeah. Vez bris. Now the second half of the passage. The covenant of her God, she forgets. So this is corresponding to the Yitzhahara represented by a non-Jewish woman. In other words, lust. Taiva. Yeah? She a What We said this last time. How does one, a Baal Taiva, someone who is just a lust seeker, right? Doesn't leave the house too much. Probably doesn't even have a job. Probably on unemployment. It, he just, it doesn't take that much to fill lust, to be a lust seeker, right? As long as uh, you get a little bit of basic uh, you know, welfare going, right? Um, buy your six pack of beer and yeah, do some of those other filthy things that most people do, right? And that's it. That's all they need. So that is the so the signature of the 
Balhamda, the, the person that desires, is, is non-stop. He's always acting, always doing. And when he's not, he's thinking, turning things over in his mind. He's always racing. The signature of a Baltaiva is the other way. He sits in his house, Varoa Limlos Taivos, and he's just figuring out the simplest way, the easiest way to fill his lust. So he's the lazy guy. Yeah? Zach, and wait, wait, usually he's the fat guy. First guy is usually the skinny guy, doesn't have time to eat, and he's probably also exercising. Like you gotta stay fit, you gotta like be always doing, right? That's the Khanda, yeah. The guy pursuing power and success, the you know, overachiever, right? And the, you know, the, the slob, the Baltaiva, the, the guy pursuing his lusts is the, that's the Baltaiva, yeah? Usually, yeah, it doesn't have to be that way, but that's uh, the, the reason why he's. Because he's, he seeks loss, so he eats a lot. It's the easiest way to fill the loss, right? Is to be heavy. So this person, Zeh, Shokheh, Grisalokov. So what does he mean? He forgets the covenant of his God. Shokheh, Mitzvahs. These are 613 Mitzvahs. Mitzvahs are the opposite of Torah in this regard. If to be a, a, a master of Torah, to be someone who engages in Torah, you have to be happy to sit there, not moving for hours. Right? Whereas mitzvahs requires the other way around. It requires zizus, requires getting out of bed early, get, getting, getting out of the house in the middle of the night, getting out, running to go do this, do that, take care of this. Right? Come clean up the kolal, Arab Shabbos, from all the construction, right? Misha, can you come over quick? It's, sure, I'll be right over, right? So that, that's, that's, a, that's a doer, right? So, in, so the Baltaiva, who is habituating himself to sitting on the couch and stopping himself with the fellowships and you know, seeking other very basic lusts, Right? It's going to be hard for him to get out of the house to do anything. Mitzvahs, you have to go and do something. Yeah? Today, the, the optimal stage in the non, non-Torah setting, one level below is Do you want to know which one of them is, is more destructive? It seems like, it seems like, uh, maybe destruction is different, right? Which one is more common, I think, is more Oh, which one is more common? Because destructive, I think there's an argument to say Kanda is more destructive. It's more powerful. It's like, like, uh, I mean, if you have a society that's mostly a bunch of Balitaiva, let's say in America, let's say in America, right? So, okay, so they're just interested in filling their lusts. If you have a society that's built on Kanda, this pursuit of power, Let's say like Russia, right? Maybe it's a look at the leaders, right? So you got the one leader, Barack Obama or something like that. He just wants popularity. He just wants, he just wants to be rich. He's not the very, you know, 
not that much. Yeah, I mean, he'll run the country to the ground, but he's not going to start a, a world war or something, right? Or a different so, uh, so that regard, yeah, you can make it, but I, they're both equal. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, there's there's a lot of competition about the derailments, but the the difference between the Jewish interactions with the Greeks that were much more dangerous versus Baba, and where their the desires were much more similar. Whereas Hamda required. The, there's so much desire. With Greece, it was, it was in, in intellectual. Um, culture, sophistication, that, that type of stuff. Is that, is that Hamda? Is there a relationship there? As opposed to Baba? Like, no, if, if anything, no. Um, not necessarily. The truth is that both Taiba and Hamda would have been personified in uh, Parasomada, version, the, the, the second exact. Baba was much more the masculine Yitzhahara of Angel. Might. How dare they stand up to us? Anyway, so, uh, okay. So now, so mitzvahs are something All the mitzvahs are called the covenant. Shekula Mila Kinegakula. Making the covenant with Hashem is like all the mitzvahs put together. Because when you make a covenant with Hashem, you're saying, I'm someone who does your bidding. I do your mitzvahs. Because mitzvahs is something you have to chase after. Mitzvahs don't just plop into your lap when you're sitting on the couch. So they should be within your hand to do. You gotta go get the mitzvah. You gotta go buy the arba minim. You gotta go find the poor person. You gotta bring, go buy the food for the poor person. Go bring it to his house. Go take care of this. Go take care of that. Right? It's 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 running around. So the boys, people are meant to be, of course, both active and passive. There's two ties. There's two parts to a person. Part of us is meant to be the doer. And part of us is meant to be the thinker and the one that rests and sits. The positive aspect of those two is to go do mitzvahs and to go and learn Torah and to sit and learn Torah. The Balchanda who's running all the time will have a harder time learning Torah. You may see him doing some mitzvahs because he's anyway busy by anyway doing a lot of things. So he may, assuming he's from, and he's not completely consumed with his desires, he may run and go do some mitzvahs also. But to be able to sit down like, no, I can't sit for what? I can't, yeah, I can't sit more than five minutes, right? I got so much to do, I got so many things going on. The Baltaiva is gonna be the other way around. Maybe you'll get him in to learn a little bit, especially if you do it through Zoom. Just come right into his living room, right? But uh, but to get him out of the house to go do some mitzvahs, oh man, that's gonna be really hard, right? Oh, I haven't had dinner yet. Uh, oh, I gotta sleep in. Oh, I've got a you know my uh, my 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 wife. Uh, we have uh, three date nights a week. Hard to have nights here. We have three date nights a week, right? Um, These are all real examples. Okay, so that so those are those are uh, those are two going to be two challenges. Each one is more challenging 
in a different direction, right? Um, so again, so the, for mitzvahs, you have to go run into it, you have to go beyond your living room. And this guy, he just wants to sit in his house. He's running after his lost, so mitzvah is not going to come after him. So he forgets the covenant of his God. So again, we go back. Now now we can read it into the positive so beautifully, right? So the, the first one is the, what's called the Ishazara, right? The wife of a stranger, which is, uh, represents desire, Hamda. So she causes a person, because it makes a person to a workaholic, makes a person into a non-stop running after his desires, so then he will abandon the Torah, which is called the Aluf, the teacher, right? Whereas uh, the Nakriya, the non-Jewish woman representing lust, she makes a person into a home potato, couch potato, and therefore he will negate, he will forget the covenant of his God, meaning the, the, the mitzvahs. Okay. All right, we have another few minutes. Let's start the next possible. That's a cute cuss. Okay, so Ki Shachach Ki Shachach Elmavis because she inclines or brings towards death Besa, uh, her, her, I mean her house brings uh, inclines towards death Who is she? Does it either eat which one? Her house. Who's? Is it the... Oh, yeah. What's there? It? What? What's it? Uh, good question. I hope you may know the answer to this one, actually. But let's first know the puzzle. I, I, yeah. To the weak, her paths. But there's two words that I'm stressing to you, and I hope you should be able to figure out all by yourself. In the first half, it's her house, is leading to somewhere bad, and the other one is her windy paths, are leading to somewhere bad. And which one is the Kandu, which one is the Taiva? The windy paths are the. Okay. Because they're, they're indirect to get, uh, and, and, and the house, and the house is... Who's the one sitting in the house? We just did this. Who's the one sitting at home? It's the uh, it's, uh, it's Taiba. Who's the guy always on the road? Right, uh, the Hamda. Right. right. So that's the Yeah. Yeah? Okay, I so... Still don't, I still don't completely understand why this is not the... Uh, which is not, not direct and like direct and indirect, right? Because Hemda's. I know I brought this up in the beginning, but it still seems to me that Hemda 
is methodical and a little bit more there's a process to it there may be again there may be perhaps you're right the more often than not okay, because so lost, is, lost is easier to fill perhaps right, right? but let's say you know but, but, uh, again back to my analogy of two highway robbers right but even in that case the two highway robbers they're both desired it seems no no again they both they're partners they rob people together split the money 50 50. one of them takes the money goes straight to the tavern and spends all of it on food women and drink the other guy takes the money and invests it into the stock market because he wants to become a millionaire uh-huh. doesn't spend a penny he already has a million dollars and he still feels like he has nothing right? he needs 10 million dollars minimum then he'll be happy okay okay yeah. so again I think you're right that probably more often the workaholics and all those guys it's like a, a long journey until you, you know, he, he makes it. Whereas the lost pathway, also it might have to do with our society that we live in today, right? It might be easier to fill your lost today than once upon a time. But either way, but, but, but the point is, it's what they want. That's the definition. The Baltaiva wants the physical pleasure. The Balchamda wants the money, the glamour, the, the, the popularity, whatever those things, the fun, the, the experience, the whatever it is. Yeah, okay. Okay? Okay, bye. So then let's, uh, then we'll, uh, let, let's, let's start going a little bit. Uh, read the grog. Ki shacha el movis besa. Who gam neged? Hataiva, see, Misha, you got it right. Because he said Besa, her house, right? Right. They sit in their house. They sit in the house. I mean, that house, that house that this person is uh, spending all that time in, that house is called the house of the foreign woman. Of the Nakri, right? That's the house of the of the woman that represents lust. Taiva. Haim Shochim as Basin Al So they their house is inclined towards death. It's it's leading them towards the death. Kiyoshib Baso, the Osek, the Torah, Shuachaim. The opposite of it is someone who is sitting in his house learning Torah. That's really, again, obviously we're blessed to have a house. You know what this place is called, where we're learning now? A base hamidrash. It's a house of Sikhi. So we have a house. But not everyone is blessed to have a house, right? Some people don't have such a house that we have. And therefore, what, 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 where do they learn? In their own house, right? Now the truth is, it's even a good thing to learn in your own house. Even if you do have a wonderful base mitzvah, it's still appropriate to learn in your house because it brings life into your house. Because Torah is a time. flow. There's a flow of 
life coming in, right? So learning of Torah in the house brings life into the house. Like the Pasuk says, Kihu Kayecha, the go. It, the Torah, is your life. So if you want life, you need to learn Torah. And specifically, the place where you do it, that's the place that you're injecting life into. Right, so the house becomes a house of life. That's why, of course, the base of Midrash is such a high level of sanctity. There's literally a house of life. Right, there's just infused, filled with life. Um, whereas this person is, his house is something that is taking him away from life. So he's sitting in a house, but it's the opposite. Right? The Haim Yoshua base, and they sit in their house. Ah, I mean, you're sitting in your house. What should you be doing when you're sitting in your house? You should be learning Torah, right? And instead, he's uh, eating his third tub of ice cream. They bring their they, they bring their house. Oh, apologies. So I think what the goal is saying is you bring your house to death. Not that the house inclines them towards death, but this type of behavior, seeking taiva, brings a person's house to death. Why? Because really it should be really it should be the place where you're getting life coming in. And instead last week. So and instead this person is bringing the opposite of that is me, non-Torah. He's, he's not learning Torah. He should, the house should be, he should be infusing his house with life and he's not doing that. So, okay? So really, any, any place me, without Torah a person, is... A person necessarily spends some time in his house and some time outside doing stuff. Okay. We have two parts to the day. For example, daytime is you're out of the house doing stuff. Nighttime, you're in the house not doing stuff. Yeah. So when you're in the house not doing stuff, what should you be doing? Learning Torah. Yeah. Instead, when he's in this house, what's he doing? Filling his lusts. That's a problem. So he's destroying his house. Okay? Okay. Um, whereas... Like, uh, the other half of it, well... Refoyim Ma'agalosaha. So this is the windy paths. Who neged Harodfim Tomid Akar Hamam. These are this is the Balikanta. These are the people that are willing to live out of a suitcase to you know I, uh, well, I have a friend that he for a while he was a consultant, a fancy high-level consultant. It's a crazy amount of money per hour, right? But part of the job is that he literally 
is just living out of hotels. He would spend a month in some fancy, you know, one place, living in a fancy hotel. Then he would fly him to a different place. Like he, he had his like suitcase and his company would like buy him whatever stuff he wanted to, right? But he was literally like living in fancy hotels, but he's homeless. Yeah. Right? Didn't have family anymore? What? Didn't have family. Um, thank God that he's not doing that anymore. But but the point is, chasing after that dollar, right? Umovil Sahora, Lokol Medina. So he's schlepping around, you know, the traveling salesman, right? He's making millions, but meantime he's nonstop. Because your ball, Lutora, Umitzvus, Hain, fading a lot. By the time he arrives at doing mitzvahs so heavy he's exhausted he doesn't have time to go running anymore he doesn't have energy to go running anymore because he spent all this time and all his energy running around making deals so he weakens himself and he can't even control it he's so tired he doesn't have time he doesn't have energy to fight against himself to prevent himself from doing a virus Zehu Val Rufoyim Shisham Ihu Rufoyim Shemarpin Atzman Mitora. These are the people that weaken themselves of Torah and Mitzvah, and mitzvah from there. Here the emphasis is on the Mitzvahs, not the Torah. Right? Since he's so exhausted, so he, he can't really can't really be doing the mitzvahs and the, you know, the mitzvahs that the Torah speaks about. That's where her road leads. I mean, her road leads to a place of weakness. Umisave, the, all the chasing he's doing, going in circles. Haim, Yovilu also, Lekahal Rufai. It'll bring him to a, to be a type of person who is a weak person. Shaydei Zeh, because by doing this, Marpa Atmo, Medivri Toru Mitzvah. He just like, goes lax on his Yiddishkeit. Doesn't have time to keep kashas, doesn't have time to keep Shabbos, doesn't have the strength to do it. Omipnei. Because he exhausts himself so much from the path, from the journeys, and all the business dealings, you see it. So the goal says that this represents death and spiritual excision. Or death and uh, hell. Mm. So it means there's two aspects to this. There's uh, being becoming weak and dying, right? And and so to the next world is being weak forever and is dying forever, so to speak. Yeah. But uh, but the point is that the one person. Now we're talking about, so to speak, this is the opportunity cost 
of the Tumim. Before we spoke about how the Baltaiva is sitting in his house so he doesn't have time to do mitzvahs. Now we're talking about the opportunity cost, which means uh, if you're if the person is a Baltaiva, so when he's at home, which is the opportunity, he should be learning Torah, right? Instead, he's engaging in his Taivas, that's the opportunity, so he loses that that what he the time he should be bringing life into his house. Whereas if he's a Balchemda, so that's during the daytime when he should be using his strength to serve Hashem. Instead, he's using his strength to be running, pursuing his desires. So again, losing that opportunity to do missus. Would you say that? I mean, both, both are missing opportunity to do mitzvahs. No, the first one's missing opportunity to learn Torah. Which is a mitzvah. We are distinguishing between the two. I mean, you're right, kind of. But the point, one is the learning of Torah and it was doing the mitzvahs. There are two aspects of serving Hashem. Right? Yeah. With me. So, the, so again, in the previous passage we said, the Baltaiva, because he sits at home a lot, even during the day, when really he should be going and doing mitzvahs. So he's going to be negated from mitzvahs. On the other hand, when he's at home, and this is time to learn, instead he is engaging in his tithes. So with ultimately both people are going to be left empty of both, mitzvahs and Torah. The question is why? For the Baal Taiva, on the one hand, he is so lazy that it'll be hard for him to do mitzvahs, and to get out of the house and do mitzvahs. On the other hand, when he's in the house, which is the time that he should be learning Torah, instead he'll be engaged in his tithes. For the Balchem, it'll work the opposite. Uh, he naturally will have a very difficult time sitting and learning. Yeah? Because he's so always planning the next, you know, hostile takeover or whatever it is, right, of the company. Um, and then as far as mitzvahs, which technically he's not, doesn't have any difficulty to do mitzvahs in that regard, but just during daytime, when it's the time to do mitzvahs, he'll be too busy running around. And he'll end up not doing mitzvahs. So each one will end up ultimately missing both Torah and mitzvahs, but for two opposite reasons. Yeah. Okay, that is... We're up to positive test.